Hi there, and welcome to the Unstoppable Mums in Business podcast, where we're going to be sharing vulnerable moments, tips, and strategies about the challenges of life and business. I'm your host, Kelly Petering, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. So I just finished recording the first episode of my podcast, realizing that I hadn't even turned the microphone on. So here I am back again, (laughs) recording for the second time, because sometimes you just fuck it up. This podcast is all about sharing those vulnerable moments and stories of being a mum in business. Because let's face it, being both a mum and a business owner is a serious balancing act, a great juggling act. It is filled with moments of complete despair, utter desperation, moments of extreme challenge, of sleepless nights, but also moments of love, of joy, of incredible passion for what it is that you do. Because I don't know about you, but running my own business and doing what I love to do, what is my passion, really lights me up. And that's one of the things that's really helped me through this whole period of both learning to be a mom and a business owner is because I really love what I do. And I think if you don't have that, then that's definitely the first place to start. But this podcast really is, it's not about the successes. It's not about the success stories. This podcast is all about having a laugh, sharing the funny stories, the puddle on the floor moments, the moments where you feel like you don't know if you can go on. The moments when you feel like you want to quit. Those times where you feel like you can't do this anymore. Because I know for me, when I hear about those stories, when I hear others share their challenges, whether it's in life or in business, in any aspect of life, it makes me feel like I'm not alone. And so I wanted to create this podcast because I think that's really important, is to know that you're not alone, to know that not everyone's perfect, to know that success in business doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. It's a freaking hard journey. It's a challenging one. And along the way, there are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be moments where you feel like you don't want to go on. There are moments where you feel like you are failing at everything. And I know especially for mums, that's a huge one. And so hearing the stories from other mums in business who have either been there, done that, or are on the journey as well, I think is really important. So this podcast is, there's going to be moments of laughter. There's going to be moments of sadness. There's going to be moments of joy. And ultimately, this is about connection. It's about connecting with other mums in business who are on the same path. Because when you have a team around you, when you have a support network around you, everything seems so much more manageable. So I want to tell you a bit of a story to kick things off and to share a really brief snippet about my life and share a little bit about my journey. So... Nearly four years ago now, my partner and I, we just had our son, Harley, and we decided that we wanted to leave our current jobs, which are in the mining industry, over in the Pilbara in WA. And we decided we wanted to combine our skills and have our own business. We weren't really sure what that was going to look like, but my partner's a chef, or he is a chef, and I'd had a background in tourism before mining. So there were a few options for us. And one night when we were doing a bit of online searching, we came across this little country pub in this town called Yay. And I was looking through the photos online and I said, oh my God, Chris, you've got to come look at this. This looks amazing. It's within our budget. It looks perfect. You know, we've got to go check this out. And he had a look too. And he was like, oh yeah, that looks amazing. Let's, um, let's jump on a plane, go check it out. My parents live in Melbourne. And so Yay is nearly two hours from Melbourne. 
so we came over to visit mum and dad with our three-month-old baby and we came up to have a look at this hotel and we instantly fell in love with it. It was exactly what we were looking for. And so over the next three months, we went through this process of negotiation with the current owners and, um, and going down that path of purchasing the, the business because we knew at the time that we could improve that business in a huge way. So we got a really good deal on the business. We picked up our entire life and moved across the country. So by the time Harley was six months old, we were settling in this new little country town and starting the journey as business owners. Now, before that, I'd had a little bit of experience running my own businesses, mainly solopreneur stuff. You know, I started my first business when I was 12 years old. To be told by the teachers at school that it was against school rules to have a business at school. And I still remember the day when I got into so much trouble because I'd started this business. Anyway, over the years, I've had a few different businesses, but never one like this. I'd never had a team before. I'd never really learnt about, you know, taxes and the whole bass thing. I'd never had an online booking kind of thing. You know, so all of these things were so new to me. And it was this massive period of, of growth and learning when we first started there. Not only that, as you know, you know, I just had my first child. And so he was six months old and I was still in that phase of, holy shit, how do I raise a child? <laughs> and i got to be really honest here. It did not come naturally to me. You know, some women say that, you know, as soon as the baby was born, it was just supernatural. It did not come naturally to me at all. I'm not that natural motherly figure. <laughs> so that was really challenging for me as well. So at the time I had so much going on and in this new business that we bought, you know, we really didn't understand the extent to how much work it was going to be. At the time, there was an existing chef in the business, so my partner didn't actually need to work in the business. Thank God, because I was there pretty much 24-7 <laughs> and he was predominantly looking after Harley, which he loved. And so I went through this whole phase of go, 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 go. You know, it was at a time where there were a few existing staff members that were keen to stay on, but really not enough to the extent that we really needed to grow the business. Once we started to do a little bit more marketing and things like that, we had a lot of people come in quite quickly. And so there were times when Chris was also needed in the kitchen. And so I had Harley in my arms running around this dining room floor, taking orders and breastfeeding in between making people drinks and things like that. It was absolutely nuts and crazy. And there was one point, I remember this so clearly, it was a Monday morning, it was a public holiday. Uh, we don't open on Mondays anyway, but it was a public holiday. And so Nothing was really open. No one was really around, except we had this group that had stayed over the weekend and they had to check out on Monday. And so somebody had to be there to check them out so that they could we could do the final payment. And that Sunday night, in the middle of the night, woke up vomiting and just coming out both ends, really, really gross, this just awful gastro. And my partner had it as well. We were both in this just utter painful state. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I really hate vomiting. And those pains you get when you know you're going to vomit, but you're trying not to, and it just comes out. So that Monday morning, I knew I had to get up and I had to go and check out these, these people because there was no one else to do it. We just had no one at that time who was confident, capable enough to, to actually do that job. So I went in and so said goodbye to these people, took the payment, and then as soon as they, they walked out the door, turned around and vomited in the sink. Like it was just... One of those moments where I thought, how the hell am I going to keep doing this? This is just totally nuts. 
and later on that day, I, I even remember, you know, because Hallie was nine months old, I, I remember t- literally taking him down to the, hosp- the the local hospital and just collapsing on the floor going, I, I can't do this. Like, can you take my child? And they're like, oh, no, that's not really what a hospital's emergency department's for. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Anyway. And at that point, I really had no friends. I really had no friends in the community. I didn't really know anyone. Um, Chris's family were over the other side of the country, over in Perth. My family were away that weekend. So we really had no, and so we really had no support. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned along the way is that having that support network, having people to say, hey, do you mind having Harley for a couple of hours while I get this done? And actually leaning on other people around me whilst it's been really challenging for me because I'm kind of one of those, you know, I love being independent. But when you've got a child and you've got a business and you've got a million and one things going on at once, you need support. And so what I'd invite you to do right now is if you're listening thinking, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm really trying to do this all alone. I don't really know who I can connect with to find out the things I need to know. I don't know where to go to do X, Y, Z. I don't have family around to lean on. I don't have a partner maybe or or my partner's working full time and so I can't really rely on him to so I can't really rely on him. So there's so many different factors and that's why I think it's really important to hear from a variety of different women who are running their own businesses and juggling being a mum as well. So over the next couple of months we're going to be interviewing some incredible mums in business and I cannot wait to share these interviews with you because I know as soon as you hear these stories you're going to have that sense and that feeling of not being alone on this journey. Because often, especially when you're a solopreneur, when you're running your own business and it's just you, it's really easy to fall into that trap of, I've got to do this by myself. I've got to do this alone. And so I'd invite you, if you haven't already, to jump in and join uh, my Facebook group. It's called Mums Building Businesses. So type it into Facebook, click the join group button, and you'll be instantly welcomed and supported through this great juggling act. I also wanted to share with you in this first episode just a few little things on what I've found works for me when it comes to juggling business, my child, things that I need to do around the house, what's really helped in those moments. And one of the biggest things that I had to work on in the beginning was my own self-worth. So I found that I was thinking things like, I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. Uh, Are people gonna like what we offer? I just don't have the experience to do this. I also found that I was procrastinating a lot. You know, I was putting things off, putting off doing the marketing because I was afraid of getting bad reviews. I was afraid of people saying that they didn't like what we had to offer because, you know, it's so much easier to procrastinate than to face what might actually happen. Whether it's good or bad, it's so much easier to procrastinate. And so even though I'd done a whole lot of personal development before we started this business, I started a coaching and training course back in 2013 and I've been doing a whole lot of coaching before I'd had Harley. And so even though I knew the patterns of human behavior and I knew, you know, I thought I had worked on my own self-worth and to a point I had, but there was still that little niggle of, are you truly worthy of this? Are you truly worthy of running a really successful business? And so over the last couple of years, I've done a whole lot more work on my own self-worth, my own self-esteem, my own self-acceptance. Because what I found was in those early days, I was putting so much energy into putting on this mask of pretending to be someone that I wasn't because I was afraid. And that's what happens, right? When we face fear, this survival mechanism kicks in and it's inbuilt 
in our brains, right? This need to survive. <laughs> Thank God. And so when we put on this mask, it's a survival mechanism. It's a protection strategy. But what it also means is when we put on that mask and we pretend to be someone else, we're not being who we truly are. It takes a whole lot more energy to pretend that we're someone we're not than to be who we authentically are. But the catch is that it actually takes quite a lot of work to be your authentic self. Funny that, huh? Seems like a bit of a paradox, right? So I was wasting all this energy trying to be someone I wasn't, you know, saying yes to everyone, um, doing things that I really didn't want to do, but I thought I had to, to try and please everyone else, to try and be that person that, that people seemed to want me to be. And so I got so incredibly exhausted. I got sick. In fact, I ended up in the hospital with appendicitis at one point because I'd just run myself so far into the ground because I was trying to be someone else. I didn't have the level of self-worth that I thought I had. And so that was a huge indicator to me that I, I really needed to do this work. And so if you're thinking right now, oh my God, that's me. If you're thinking, oh my God, I find myself procrastinating all the time, or I self-sabotage, or I get overwhelmed really easily. These are all patterns of human behavior that we all experience at one time or another. And I want to be really clear, you're not alone here, right? I've totally been there. And I've had to do a lot of work on myself. You know, they say your business can only grow to the extent that you do. And I think that's entirely true. So if you're in a position right now where you know you need to work on yourself, you need to do that personal development so that you can grow, so that your business can grow, because really it's a snowball effect. <laughs> when you do the work, everything seems so much simpler. And especially when it comes to juggling family and business, you know, this is key. So like I said, we've got some amazing mums in business coming on to have a chat about those vulnerable moments over the next couple of months. And I'm so excited to share them with you. So stay tuned. A new episode will be released every Tuesday. So I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting station you use. And again, come along, join the Facebook group. It's called Mums Building Businesses. We'll see you in there. Mm -hmm.